Travel Saturday with Sarah and Ed with Canadian Sky. Fly to the heart of the Canadian Rockies direct from Dublin to Calgary and experience spectacular scenery and vibrant cities. Discover Canada in 2024 with CanadianSky.ie. They are back in studio, the travel experts Sarah Slattery and Ed Finn. You're welcome. Morning, Trina. Now, we want to look today at uh, cruises. Would you believe I've never been on a cruise, Sarah? You're a fan, aren't you? I am a big fan, yeah. And I guarantee you now, Trina, there's a cruise out there for you. There's a cruise out there for everybody. I remember years and years ago thinking that cruises were for kind of older people. And if you're retired, that's what you do. I know. Is that not the case? I mean, it's changed dramatically over the years. I mean, going way back about 20 years ago, it was perceived, I suppose, to be a sort of a a more retirement thing, you know, a bucket list. But now you get all ages. I mean, the cruise ships now, Trina, are like moving villages with like, you know, theme parks and slides that go on forever. So like, it depends on the ship. Sarah will tell you, I mean, in terms of families, you have to pick the right ship. Like if you don't want to be around a lot of kids, you don't want to be on the icon of the seas. You want to be on an Azamara with 600 people that like you're into the food. You have so many people on a ship, like on a cruise ship, how can you be guaranteed to have, you know, your a place to lounge around the pool? And it can be very ah, yeah. tricky. Well, you see, these are designed now by architects like buildings and they are designed in a way that is like ergonomically friendly. So you don't actually, you can't imagine there's trees and boulevards on some of them, like Jamie Oliver restaurants. There's robots making cocktails. There's so many things going on. Yeah. It's funny, you don't actually ever see. It's not like all the people are gathered in one place. It's just completely spread out in a very clever way. So it is very well done. Okay. Now, Sarah, talk to me then about uh, what kind of cruises are out there? Yeah, I mean, there's so many. This year, we have 14 new ships coming on the market. And uh, it's true, I think, what I was saying, like, you know, there are there is so many different areas to go on and so many different ships, for, depending on what you're looking for. But the, the new one, I suppose, the talk of the town at the moment is Icon of the Seas, which just launched in Miami, the new Royal Caribbean ship. It's now the largest ship in the world. I posted on my Instagram and people thought it was AI. They thought it was like, they couldn't believe it was actually real. Wow. But when you saw the drone footage going overhead, with brand new water park on board. There's six different water slides, like a big drop at sea, like the water slides you see in massive big water parks. There's a whole separate area then for younger kids, a brand new neighbourhood there. There's like 40 restaurants and bars. It holds, it can hold 5,600 passengers is the norm, but at max capacity, it can have 7,600 passengers. It's like Noah's Ark. With crew, you're looking at nearly 9,000 people, which is just mind blowing. Like it's, it's, 20 decks, 20 <laughs> stories, imagine. Just like insane. So, you know, you've got that kind of ship. And as Ed said, you know, it's very much geared towards families as well. So particularly if you pick the right time of year. I mean, I'm sure if you went in the Caribbean in November, you probably wouldn't get many families. But if you're looking at the Mediterranean or you're looking at cruising around the Caribbean during school holiday time, you're going to get loads of kids. You know that you say, oh, cabin fever. Are the cabins really, really tiny on these cruise ships? No, I mean, there's loads of different choices. You know, you like interstate, you've got, you know, it, there's some cabins which are the entry level, I suppose, which wouldn't really have windows, but they'd have a pretend window with a kind of a virtual... They're the cheaper ones. Yeah, they would be the cheaper ones. But they've really upped the game on that. I mean, you know, you, you rarely hear people complaining now because of cabins. It's always good to do upgrades. Balconies are great, especially if you like a little bit of peace and quiet, sit on the balcony with a little glass of wine in the evening but a lot of the cruise companies now and the travel agents that sell them there's loads of free upgrades and free packages you know again drinks packages add-ons they give lots of added value offers but just for the extra couple of hundred euros like a balcony is great yeah we have friends and they they love nothing more than going on a cruise and they say 
they say you have to make sure that you're at a healthy weight before you go because you're going to gain so much weight on a cruise yeah. and I mean, that's the food a is thing. so gorgeous. Yeah, and it is actually good. I mean, like if you can not eat for a week before you go on the cruise, <laughs> right, you're going to really enjoy it because my grandfather used to say hunger is a great sauce, Trina. But I mean, really, it is true because the food is phenomenal and it's, it's just hard to resist it because mm. I remember I did Azamara. It's the smaller ship, the boutique one. And it's only there's only about 500 people on board, but the food is this very famous for the food and great wines. Yeah. But there was about 15 food presentations a day. There was barbecues, there was well, ice cream stands. Where, where did they so get it all? Though? It is just, it's like a food fest. It was brilliant, but it was really nice. And then, of course, come home and go on the keto diet for a week and be grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where did they get all the fresh food, though? It's mind-blowing, really. And now the whole, the new, the, well, it's not new, I suppose, anymore, but the speciality restaurants, like you have restaurants on board with Michelin star chefs or the menus are curated by Michelin star chefs in some instances. All your meals are included and you will have so many complimentary restaurants, whether it's buffet style and then you'll have main dining and then you may have one or two casual dining included as well. But then you'll have all these speciality dining restaurants. So you may have sushi or teppanyaki or gourmet French bistro or something like that Mm -hmm. and that you will pay extra for. And like as Ed said, you can pre-purchase these. Always best to pre-purchase your packages, whether it's a speciality dining package, whether it's a drinks package in advance, it's much cheaper. But the value is incredible. Like some of the steakhouses, you wouldn't get better in Shanahan's, you know, and the supplement might be $25 or something like that for this incredible fillet steak or coat de buff or, Mm. you know, really, really good. And there's variety for everybody, you know, there's plenty of casual Italian restaurants and, you know, it's not all fine dining either, you know, there's a great mix. Because I was going to ask you, do you you have to have like a, a, you know, a a fancy ball gown to wear for any of the, okay, or is that that just in the movies? Well, when I, when I, sailed across the Atlantic right on the Queen Mary from Southampton to New York eight days I was informed by an elderly lady who was actually a hundred years old on the ship that it's not a cruise it's a crossing because we didn't actually stop off anywhere right yeah literally she'd been on it a hundred times she never got on a plane but it was amazing like they have the biggest ballroom on the seas they had Bill Bryson giving a lecture the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra were playing and there was five evenings of black tie and dinner with Captain Wells oh wow and you know we were told and this is where we lost Titanic and everyone was like oh, oh good god night. you know it's like <laughs> but it was you really got the sense of oh my, you know you're in the middle of the ocean and you're gaining hours as you go across and of course it's just this relaxing sleep of it was August, September, so the sea was like glass, it was so calm. But, I mean, they had a Red Lion pub, there was karaoke, you know, it was just something for everybody. But the dining with Captain Wells was just, a, it's just, it was just that kind of thing you'd see on one of those Agatha Christie movies I know, or something. I know, you know, I know. But it's great crack. But, I mean, you just have to go with it. And you meet people on cruises, like the, the weirdest and wonderful people. But if you don't, you know, just make sure you don't, like, kind of fall out with anyone, because you'll probably meet them a couple of times <laughs> during the week. <laughs> But, uh, but it is it is a fabulous way to get on a ship. Now, in terms of the Mediterranean cruises and like Norway or the, the fjords or even one that I want to do there, Sarah, is the Alaska cruise. Um, you know that you you go you fly to Calgary, you go to Vancouver and then you do a seven night Alaska cruise. I really want to get up to yeah. Alaska to see it. And that's a, the Tropical Sky one. That's amazing yeah. value. I, that's bucket list stuff. But aside from that, an entry level, you get on and you go around, you do all the Mediterranean, you could do Italy, Croatia, you know, Turkey, Greece, whatever. And you just, you don't have to be going through airports or anything. It's just all there and you get to see so much, you know, you'd never be able to plan that. 
Sarah, can I ask you then about, you know, when they stop off at the various places, how long do you have at each port? I saw that very funny video. You probably saw it during the week. The the couple who missed the cruise ship <laughs> and they were, they arrived at the dock just as it was pulling away. It was about five yards from the side. They were like, stop, come back. They can't come back for you. Um, so how long do you get to kind of look around? It really depends on the ship and the itinerary. The Mediterranean cruises, and actually it's good that we talked about the, the transatlantic because that's where they're so different that's where like it's really nice to have a balcony for instance if you're not getting off the ship and everybody's going to be at the pool deck it's really nice to have a balcony Mm. whereas if you're in Europe and you're stopping somewhere different every day and you're off the ship every day you have a different stop the pool decks will never be that busy and you don't necessarily need a balcony there so again all of these little tips and tricks are good to get from a cruise specialist a good cruise specialist agency will tell you all of this and some of the the stops might maybe arrive at 10 o'clock in the morning you get back on at 6 in that evening but now with some of the bigger ships they can't dock right in at the port so they have to dock you know outside and you have to get tender boats in and out so that can take longer as well so you may think you have you know 10 hours but actually by the time you get in and out and in and out you may only have kind of eight so again it varies but I would say with regard to that couple who missed the ferry if you (laughs) book the excursions on board like a lot of people would just get off and wander around so if you dock in a a city like Nice for instance that you can just literally hop off wander around and explore on your own that's fine but if you're maybe at the Amalfi Coast and you want to take a tour of the Amalfi Coast or go over to Capri or something I definitely recommend booking the excursion with the cruise company because they'll bring you there and bring you back and the, the ship won't leave without you yeah but if you book your own independent thing, they may leave it out. Because I think uh, on that particular, it's very funny, the video them was waving for the ship to come back. Um, I think the captain gave them 20 extra minutes or something. They were told what time to be back for and gave them plenty of time. And they still weren't back. So, I mean, what can you do? They have to get on with it. I remember being in Venice a few years ago and we were on a, a trip like that and we were getting the vaporettas and thing. And there, there was two ladies that were late for everything on the tour. <laughs> and they... They were literally 10 minutes. But the guy, he was a bit of a, you know, a military type tour guide. And he was yeah. like, no. And they, we left them. They were waving oh, hysterically. No. But I mean, they were only like, another. You know, the next boat came along. So they were grand. Yeah. OK. So where would you recommend going? Is there anywhere in particular months of the year that you'd recommend? Well, I suppose if you haven't cruised before, the Med is a great place to start. And again, the fact that you're, you're off every day, usually you may have one day at sea, but usually over a seven day cruise, you probably get off six days. Now, that's not to say you have to get off. You can stay on board and enjoy the quieter ship that day, which is also a nice experience. But it just means that, you know, if you want to get off and explore, you can. The ship doesn't feel as crowded. So that's a good way to start. But again, it's important to just check the various cruise companies and cruise ships out because some of them, during July, August, for instance, will be full of families. It's a really big, big family market now. You know, going back to what we were saying about what was once for older people or retirement mm. couples, mm. it's it's almost the opposite now. You know, when Royal Caribbean promoted that new ship, Lionel Messi was the... Um, Ambassador. Yes. And, uh, you know, they did ads on it. They brought out a game on Fortnite the year before. So you could go on, go around the ship collecting things. And, you know, they're really getting into the minds of the kids before they're even launched now. So with all those water slides, and it is a very much a really good kind a multi-generational thing to do because there's stuff for older parents for kids you can even leave the kids on the ship and go off and explore on your own Did anyone see the kids? No, I know some people will be <laughs> horrified at that idea but like my kids are teenagers now and we're going on Sun Princess brand, another brand new ship this year for Easter I've seen it in the shipyard it looks incredible can't wait but I know for instance now we probably may like I'll probably be lynched now they 
text in, given out. I'd probably leave the kids on board one of the days. I said they're 16 and 13, but we go off, explore for a couple of hours and just come back in. And it's, it's just nice to have that choice, you know, when they are that little bit older, because where else would you feel feel mm. safe like that to mm. be able to do that? Yeah, and you were saying there, I mean, time of year, I mean, you know, like February, March, kind of winter time here. Like, so if you want sun, the Caribbean is the place that you'd go. So the ships follow the sun, you know, so all sorts of interesting ones. There's amazing expeditions as well you can do on the likes of Silver Sea, Ponant. You know, you can go and do all the whole Arctic, like we're saying, the Alaska cruise polar bears and all that kind of stuff. So there's amazing stuff you can do. I mean, smaller ships that would only hold 300 people and they're icebreakers, you know, and you're, you're up into real sort of Shackleton country when you do those ones. But the other thing I wanted to just say, we talked about it before. I loved the Brittany, the little, say, I did Brittany ferries from uh, Rosslare to Bilbao. I remember you talking about that last year, yeah. And it was like overnight and, you know, they had realised. But it was terrific. And we went down through the Bay of Biscay and we saw dolphins and we actually saw a whale as well. But it was really cool. And that ship is powered by liquefied natural gas. It's a lower emissions. It's, it's really sustainable. Quiet. Yeah. And uh, they're going to be able to plug it in in a few years. It'll actually be like you charge a car. Imagine. I'd say the whole of Sherberg will go blackout once they do that. <laughs> but anyway, let's see what I, But really incredible what they're doing. Like I had a tour of the actual engine room and there was, a, you know, guys with, you know, your hats on as if you were in a science lab. And yeah. it's just incredible. This gas comes in and it's just no use. There's no smoke. But it's really good. They're really into that whole sustainable thing, which I really liked. And as a little cruise thing, I mean, they had a club lounge. They had lots to do for the kids as well. They had 200 art installations called the Salamanca. You thought you were in Spain when you got on the ship. Tapas, Taverna and, you know, all of it. But it was great. And I just loved it. I thought that was really nice. You drove on with the car, of course, and then you filled it with great, affordable wine. I remember, I, do you know what? This is bringing back a memory. Do you remember, Sarah, he said that he had a bottle of... Bot- I have that in the car for yeah, you. Yeah, the wine, the wine <laughs> has been in the car since last year. A Lucy. Actually, just on, actually, before we wrap up on the cruises, Sarah, I remember you giving us tips before on if you are booking your, your cabin or whatever there's certain things you were saying about try not to maybe book your cabin near the kitchen so you hear the clinking of the, the cutlery and everything Yeah I suppose again this is where a really good cruise specialist comes into into play you know um, because there's lots of difference like you can get balcony cabins now that look out onto the promenade deck in the middle of the ship that are not actually balconies that look out to sea you know and they might be cheaper but you still have that space um, there's these new infinity balconies which are really cool which are kind of come part there's like a divider but yeah. then you can take the divider back and you're out at sea and then a lot of the inside cabins now have this kind of they project in real time the ocean onto like a like a LED window so it lo- you think you're looking out onto the sea you think you have a window but you don't have a window so they've basically come out with all of these just incredible technology yeah. really as I said with robots making your drinks so there's lots of different ways to go about it you know you can also get rooms that have like a slightly obstructed view that might be cheaper but yeah I mean if you don't want to be beside noisy don't be beside the nightclub or the clanging of the blades the buffet uh, breakfast you know midship is usually good but depending on where the restaurants and things are but you can usually get it uh, you can usually be able to pick your cabin you might pay a little bit extra to actually pick the actual number you're on so you know that is very easily done there's no problem River cruising has become huge as well um, I was chatting to uh, one of the guys yesterday they're based out of Dusseldorf Viva Cruises Riviera Cruises and you can say like you know Budapest all down through Germany you know France they do great ones so the river cruising is really cool and again you're like you're right into all the different cities yeah. and they're really luxurious and again they would be slightly, usually slightly older, but, you know, they're very, very nice and a, a really nice way to do Europe, river cruising. And yeah. the Uniworld, Viva, Viking. 
travel marble yeah. as well. They have really good offers. Yeah. And, and really do, good. The Christmas market one looks really good. I wanted to do that last year where they'll go into like, you know, a few different cities, a few different Christmas markets yeah. over Nuremberg four or five days. Well, yeah, and yeah it's pretty cool, ones. like way to do it. If you wanted to try something different or you want an introduction to cruising. But I mean, there's definitely a cruise for everybody, whether it's you want the lively ship, whether you want a quiet, whether you, whether you want to dress for dinner, whether you don't. Like Norwegian cruises, have, it's completely freestyle, like completely casual dining. I've been on ships where nobody dresses up at all, you know. Um, so it's it's depending on what you want. There's a cruise there for you, basically. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the, the Cunard liner, Cunard, I mean, the people that go on that love all that dressing up, right? So that's what they, they literally go over and back and they do all the nights. When I did that, like I stayed in New York for three nights and then I flew back. I think it, the package was actually flight to Southampton, the cruise over, the crossing, three nights and then flight one way back. And I think it was only 1,400 quid. It was, I think, Click and Go, there was the, the company that booked it. But it was fabulous value. I flew back, but there was people coming back on the cruise as well. Now, I would not have been able to come back again, like, you know, another eight days after it was just, you know. Yeah. But people just love all that pomp and ceremony. That's actually a good way to get a deal, the transatlantic cruises. So what Ed was saying about them following the sun. So if they're in the Caribbean for the winter and they're coming to the Med, that crossing to get from you know, the Caribbean to Europe. There's usually really good deals on that because it's a once-off transatlantic cross. So you'll get them probably in April and you may get them again in, Oct- in November. If you don't mind being at sea for long, usually it's probably more for people who've cruised a bit and are comfortable, you know, being at sea and just enjoying the ship. Don't feel like they need to get off as many times. But you may stop in Madeira or the Azores or something like that on the way. But it may be, might, may be one or two stops as opposed to six out of seven that you'll have in the Med or the Caribbean or something. Yeah, it was very good. I mean, we had, like, you know, it was livery service white gloves you know we did we got upgraded to these princess grill suites or whatever they were called but it was really nice so I didn't see a buffet for the whole week it was it was really you were really spoiled you know it was really nice so that's again another option you know but if you really want to treat yourself I mean it's fabulous stuff you know Great. and you can bring the pets they've 13 pet cabins so you can bring the dog across as well oh no we need a holiday from the dogs thanks very much okay cruises we are sold Travel Saturday with Sarah and Ed with Canadian Sky fly to the heart of the Canadian Rockies direct from Dublin to Calgary and experience spectacular scenery and vibrant cities Discover Canada in 2024 with canadiansky.ie